Hola, audience. What's the difference between a physiotherapist and a physical therapist? The answer will be at the end of the episode. Before I jump into the episode today, again, I want to take a second to say thank you all. We are less than 50 listeners away from reaching a thousand downloads, and I am so excited. I can't wait. I also did want to just make one more announcement. If you or anyone you know are into real estate or invest in real estate or want to learn more about real estate, go ahead and check out my husband's podcast, More Real Estate. That's more M-O-O-R-E, like the end of our last name, Real Estate. And you'll find it on any podcast platform, just like you'll find Healthcare Boulevard. And one day, y'all might hear his voice here. And uh, yeah, enjoy the episode. Hey, y'all. I hope you're well. Welcome to another episode of Healthcare Boulevard. This is a podcast where we shine more light on healthcare. And our goal here is to provide more options to people looking to choose healthcare as a career path, regardless of their background. My name is Sena Kakpomo, and I am your host and creator here. I thank you for tuning in. I appreciate your support. Remember, you can tune in on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Alrighty, audience, welcome back. How y'all doing? We are here for another interview, another international interview. I am very excited. Y'all can guess where she's from, where she's practicing but you're about to find out in a few seconds (laughs) so i am here with i'm gonna have her say okay it's it's dr kaviarasi did i say that right yeah oh yay i'm very proud of myself (laughs) so i'm here with dr kaviarasi and she's a physiotherapist again also called physical therapist i'll introduce her we'll get right into it Good morning for me and good evening for you. How are you doing? <laughs> Hi, Sinan. I'm doing good. Thanks. Hope you're oh, doing well. I am well. Thank you. Uh, I, it's a little too early for me, especially since I was having some trouble sleeping, but I am pumped for this uh, uh, interview, so I am excited. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you. First of all, thanks for inviting me here. It's a great pleasure being in your interview. So talking about myself, I'm Dr. Kaviarasi. I'm a physiotherapist. I was uh, specialized in cardiorespiratory sciences. I was based in Chennai. It is in India. Okay. So with that, that's a, that's a lot to unpack, partly because I didn't even know, and I'm sure it's a thing here as well to specialize in different uh, specializations like cardiotherapy or cardiopulmonology, but let's focus on you. How did you become decide to become a physical therapist or physiotherapist? Uh, to be honest, it is uh, my mom's wish to be a physical therapist mm-hmm. because I was want to be in uh, MBBS. I was aspired to an MBBS. At certain okay. situations, I cannot able to do that, so I was want to be in medical profession where I um, actually seen a lot of um, newspaper ads on uh, uh, my um, teachers have read to me. But mm-hmm. 
my mom's wish is to be a physical therapist uh, she has seen some newspaper ads where she is uh, it is a profession actually uh, a part of a medical profession so she right. asked me why can't you try a physical therapy as your profession so i entered into it then i liked it then um, it becomes my a passion for physical yeah. therapy then i continue to do that so it it been my 8 years of my profession now 8 years okay so I had a I had provide a, a PT here recently from practicing in India as well and she from my understanding a little bit from my talk with her so there are different levels right you can start practicing as a physical therapist with a bachelor's degree but then you can go all the way up to a doctorate did that am I right on that yes yes first we have to do like bachelor's like four years and the mm-hmm. uh, 6 months of internship it is like bachelor already we call it as undergraduate then if you are interested you can go for mpt which is master master mm-hmm. in physiotherapy that is a post graduate then we have doctorate like phd okay so we have three so levels three levels perfect you have you right now you are you finish your doctorate already right you went to the highest point i did What? like my mpt i did my two degrees i went to do my phd get to okay okay So wait, you say you are working on your PhD right now? No, I was not started. I'm about to start. Okay, you're about to start. So you right now you completed your masters, right? Yes, yes. yes. Okay. So one after you are done with your bachelor's degree, what? How long after that does it take to get your master's degree, and what's the process? I've joined immediately after my bachelor's because mm-hmm. I was so fascinated my internship to. actually look after the cardiac uh, cardiorespiratory patients when mm-hmm. uh, i was in bachelors when i do internship when i enter into intensive care unit it is always chaotic it is so scared to see patients in icu seeing that those monitors we don't know what is really happening inside when we are like novice into the um, intensive care unit so i was really fascinated and sometimes you are scared also in mm-hmm. order to come out of this care and um, i was really fascinated with cardiorespiratory i was immediately joined the post graduation after my undergraduate okay now as your specialty uh, in cardiopulmonology how did you make that decision to specialize in that area my decision to be a part of a cardiorespiratory therapist mm-hmm. one thing i would say it comes from my professor mm. she okay. always had this fascination she always used to say how we treat different kinds of patients she used to say that every patient is a cardiopulmonary patient not mm. just because they are uh, patients with the cardiac pathologies or pulmonary pathologies even i talk to some person when i talk to a healthy adult i see how they are breathing mm-hmm. whether they are using their diaphragm which is a major muscle for respiration i right. actually see them actually observe them whether they are breathing correct or incorrect so every yeah. patient is a cardiopulmonary patient So breathing right. is the essential part of life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's, we that's handle this kind of yes, we handle this kind of patients with our special speciality actually. Right. So so as a physio as a physical therapist treating patient with cardiopulmonary uh, disorders or ailment, what are you doing for them or with them? Okay, we have a uh, various protocols. We do cardiac rehabilitation, we do pulmonary rehabilitation, we do breathing training for them. Most of now, I was working with post-COVID patients. Okay, okay. Uh, for them, I was doing a lot of breathing retraining, uh, chest mobilization exercise. We are helping them 
to drain out their secretions. I was uh, treating a patient for the last week who had a post-COVID panic attack. So we used to treat those kind of patients. Okay. So, and, and please correct me if I'm wrong. It seems to me that the, the, the position, your position as a physical therapist or physiotherapist in India is slightly different. It seems like you have a wider scope of practice than our physical therapists in the US and, and perhaps other countries, because over here, our physical therapists or people in the uh, physiology area oftentimes also deal with the muscular system more, okay. than, more than helping with breathing. Uh, so we have, we have like different titles and different uh, uh, field in medicine to deal with different things it seems like because we have a type we have a respiratory therapist I don't know if that's a field of medicine in in your country is that a thing or is that just no actually we have a respiratory therapist as different mm -hmm. and we mm -hmm. have a physiotherapist who are specialized in cardiorespiratory as Okay, so then what is the difference between what the respiratory therapist is doing and what you are doing as a physical actually, therapist? Actually, more or less, it is very close, but we don't mm -hmm. actually operate or get a chance to operate with the mechanical ventilators where the respiratory therapist will be. Okay, so then are you, are you seeing patients once they are done, let's say they're done getting the respiratory help and you're helping them get back on their feet in terms of moving? Is that... Is I yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. Okay. We we help them to do so. Okay, okay, I see. So the specialization is in okay. Let's make sure you continue to breathe and you can move better and make sure your your body mechanics are working after whatever you may have gone through in terms of cardiopulmonology disease. Until they get discharged from the intensive care unit to their ward, until they go to their home, then they come for the review. We are here to help them. I see. Okay. Thank you so much for that. I, 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 I just wanted to really unpack that um, because as you understand, we have, you know, we are in different systems. There's healthcare across the world. Anywhere you go, there's a version, a different system of healthcare, but the titles and the scope of practice is usually different. Like where I'm from, I'm, I'm African and we have a different healthcare system than over here or maybe Canada or even Mexico. So I'm very intrigued to find the differences in healthcare system in different countries. So I really appreciate you going through that baby step with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, in, in your capacity and your side of the world, how would you describe physical therapist or physiotherapist to somebody who may not have heard of it or somebody like me who may not have known the physiotherapist in India capacity? Okay, to people who have never heard of my profession, I would say a uh, healthcare provider who don't prescribe you a single medicine, mm -hmm. who does not do any invasive procedure, but they make you walk independently, they make you sit independently, they make you stand independently, they make you to do all your activities independent, mm -hmm. they will increase your quality of life, they will feed you, they care for you. Mm -hmm. This profession mm -hmm. speaks for itself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I I love that definition. That's yes, really like noble, Yeah, it is a noble profession where you don't have a single medicine to increase your range of motion. You don't have right. a medicine to increase your muscle strength. Yes, it's done by physiotherapists. I'm proud of that. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's amazing. Now, what settings are you practicing right now? Right now, I was into academia. Like I was working as an assistant professor in a private college in Chennai itself. Part time, mm -hmm. I was working as a tele rehabilitation consultant. Okay. Wait, what, what are you doing part time again? I'm sorry, I don't think I caught that. I'm working as a tele rehab consultant. Telehealth. Okay. All right. And okay. So, what is the how did COVID 19 change your, your way of practicing, if any? Uh, as a physical you're not therapy. able to make patients in person that was a major difficulty because everything mm -hmm. we cannot see in a video call we will need to assess the patient we need to touch a patient we need to palpate them so right. that becomes very essential and i see uh, personally i have rejected for my job there are a lot of ups and downs it's a roller coaster for the past one year for me mm -hmm. uh, i should admit that also so pandemic has made a lot of challenges for everybody's life for the past two years and yeah. i'm also one of the yeah. part of it of course now what are some of your favorite part of your profession my favorite part of my profession i would divide this into two one is academia where i was working as an assistant professor i would love to teach my students so I was reading, learning every every day. I was an avid learner. My students used to bring a lot of questions to me. And I was always keen on taking their uh, interest seriously. I was like always making the complicated things into very simpler one for them, which right. they may take as. I don't only teach subjects. I always have this kind of uh, teaching them personality, attitudes, beliefs, how to treat their patients, how to use a positive words in front of the patients. So these are all mm -hmm. some aspects I love to my uh, students, teach my students. Right. So what I love from my uh, second thing, I would say like treating my patients. Okay. Yeah. When they text me that I sleep better after my session. So these are all the things that makes me really happy. Sometimes mm -hmm. I want to be a patient advocate also. Yeah. They don't yeah. know what decision they are supposed to take. I help them to do that. Mm -hmm. So that will be mm -hmm. my favorite part of my uh, profession. That's amazing. And what are some challenges you faced? Challenges that I have faced, like uh, there are a lot of challenges in every profession. As I would say, first thing will be uh, when I was trying to do some researches that getting fund is one of the uh, difficult phase, I would say, because you may have interested or fascinated topic, but getting funds or processing that fund will be a little challenges. And second thing I would be saying the referrals, because here practicing in India or somewhere else, I would be saying like you need a uh, referral from the physician. Sometimes mm -hmm. the patients need a rest. They should be hydrated. They should be managed for the stress or sometimes they need just physical therapy alone. But right. the physician, sometimes they may have to take a referral from them, then have to treat them. So sometimes it would be the challenges like we are decreasing the burden from the patient. If they would have known physical therapy would be the first choice. Okay. All right. And once you I, you did your four years or so in bachelor's, how long was your master's degree? Education? It was two years. Two it years? was two years. Okay. okay. And did you have to take it like a board exam or like a national exam to finish your to be where you are essentially? We need to take a main exam. We have one exam at last. We do okay. Uh, for every two one year we have two uh, one exam at the end of our uh, year so i did two main exams and that's two main for exams. Our, yes okay and at the at the bachelor level once you're done with your education and your externship do you have a, a an exam to pass before you can actually start working 
No, I don't have any certain exams after that. I, we did mm-hmm. only after my four years of graduation. We did on six months of internship. And okay. before starting my post graduation, I did an exam. I did an entrance exam. I got it selected based upon my ranks. Gotcha. Okay. All right. And give us an idea of what your professional day is like. I for you at work. About my profession, sorry. Yeah. No. Sort of walk us through your day at work. A day for you at work. The my day of my typical day of work. Okay. Yes. It is like mm-hmm. eight hours of work where I went to academia. So where I'll be teaching your students as part of my professions. Though now my work has been like this. Okay. Into okay. Students. Okay. Now, getting into academia was that your choice, and why did you what? Why did you decide to teach? Teaching is always my passion. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. That is the only reason I was getting into that. But I also love to treat patients. That is why I have been into telehealth. Okay. Now, do you do you see yourself becoming full time teacher or professor in the future, more so than than uh, seeing patients? Actually, I did not set a future for that. Up now, I was being a professor. When I was trying to take my PhD, then I would be a full-time research scientist. I hope. Gotcha. I love it. I love it. You are just making the whole field work for you, which is beautiful to see. How is your work-life balance? Up now, it is hectic. It is very hectic up now. Uh, yeah. But I try to keep my balanced life. When I come home, I won't take my college things. I finish everything up there, but it when comes also, I try to make time for my family. So right. hope this too shall pass. My hectic life should pass. Who shall pass? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, absolutely. Now, when you do get stressed, as I'm sure you do, being in your profession and and in this time of of life, what do you do to sort of cope with stress? First thing that comes to my rescue is my meditation. I always yeah. do that. Second thing. Learn the art of saying no. Don't take extra burdens. Say this mm. art of learning no to. Sometimes you have work coming from your friends, your relatives, or from your colleagues. Don't take extra burdens. Tell them mm-hmm. no politely so that your stress can be reduced to so much. Right now, what are some growth opportunities in your level as a physician? I mean, almost a physician assistant. <laughs> That's what I am. <laughs> What are some growth opportunities for you as a physical therapist right we now in your space? Yeah, we have a various growth opportunities. We have a lot of places to work, like in hospitals, in clinics, as a fitness coach, as a wellness coach, as a health coach, as an ergonomist or research assistant. There are a lot, lot of growth opportunities that we have to keep ourselves updated. We have mm-hmm. to equip our skills so that we can get the places. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how easy it is, is it to move around in these roles? How easy? Yeah, how easy it, is it to move in the different settings that you can work in as a, as a PT? Can you just apply to a, a research place and do research and clinic or do you have to do any schooling or any extra certification? Okay, it is all the practice and next mm. you have to take a lot of courses out there. There are a lot of courses people are putting every time they are get certified. Go and get certified. Mm. Take a lot of courses, get certified. If you always have the skills, always put yourself in the shoes of learning so that mm. you can have a places to go. You can put yourself into a position that you can be a qualified, great physical therapist. Right. 
Now, I, as with you being as involved as you are, how do you keep your, I almost feel silly asking that question. How do you keep your education up to date? Okay, I do a lot of online courses. Okay, mm. I take online courses at least two to three in a week. Like self-paced oh, wow. courses or flexible courses I used to take. I, so far I've completed like 60 plus online courses. One thing. Second thing, LinkedIn is a great platform where you can see like-minded people. Okay, they post a mm. lot of contents. I consume a lot of content from that. Um, third thing, I would be reading one or two research articles in a day. So I wow. used to all these things. To keep That's amazing. Now, now, I'm listening to you and a couple, I'm thinking of a couple of my guests and I'm like, I need to step up my game. <laughs> <laughs> But no, that's that's beautiful. I'm 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 getting closer to having you, you know, uh, live here and, and go to bed. But before we get there, tell me what do you do for fun when you're not working or expanding your knowledge and so forth. I talk to my friends. I sing actually. You I sing? Yes, I sing. Oh, that's beautiful. Do you sing at church in the community or like do you just do it for fun? I, it's just for fun and I'm a poet. I write poems related to medical field. I uh, write poems related to love. So I basically write poems. That's beautiful. Now I want to read one. That's beautiful. Okay, so uh, that's beautiful. What do you then do? Actually, before I get to the last question, what are some demographics do you see as a patient in your clinical site? What demographic of patients are you seeing? Age, a different diagnosis? Mostly people about like 30 years. I, I was working in a clinic like orthopedic clinic for the last year. I used to get patients with multiple neck pain. The commonest musculoskeletal pain I used to get like knee pain, shoulder pain or neck mm -hmm. pain. Like, like those kind of patients I used to get. Okay. And after telerehab, I was getting patients like most of post-COVID patients I'm getting. Okay. All right. That makes sense. And lastly, what would you advise for somebody wanting to become a physical therapist or a physiotherapist in India right now? If you look into this profession, if you want to come, immediately say yes and enroll yourself into physical therapy profession. Uh, I would say the opportunities are very vast. It is very wider. Always keep your eyes open. Always self-motivate yourself. You're going to treat other human beings because there are mm. like millions of people are living with chronic diseases. Mm. You are here to help them to cure them, to heal them, because I see a lot of people are calling themselves as wellness coach and health coach without certified. We are mm. the people here to reduce their opioid dependency, to increase their quality of life. So mm. there are multiple opportunities out there. Have skills, equip yourself, take this profession. Don't help that. You. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, Dr. Kavirasi, Thank you so much for joining me uh, for, especially in this, it's, it's what is it, almost 11 p.m. over there now? <laughs> yes, it's 10.30 p.m. Yeah, yeah. So thank you so much for, for taking the time to uh, join us here and, and shed more light on your profession in your part of the world. I absolutely love learning more about about you, what you do, and how you do it. Again, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Enel, for having me in your podcast. It's a lovely evening here for me. Thank you so much. 
you it is my pleasure now you have a beautiful evening and uh enjoy the rest of your well i guess the weekend is over for you practically. yeah yeah absolutely I have monday tomorrow so i should say enjoy your week may you have a blessed week how about that <laughs> thank you thank you so much take care uh, you're welcome bye bye all right i'm back physiotherapies and uh, physical therapies are just two different words to say the same thing so they are identical they are synonyms or they're the same thing physio there's no difference between physical therapist and a physiotherapist uh different countries like india will use the word physiotherapist more and uh, countries like where we are in the u.s will use physical therapist more but the 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 two words are designating the same profession i hope you'll enjoy the interview adios all right that's all i have for you today thank you again for joining me I appreciate you. Please subscribe, follow, like, comment, and share. And uh, stay blessed. Bye.